Boz. Welcome to the Land of Boz with Jeff Bosley. Good freaking morning. It is Monday, January 7th. Welcome to the Land of Boz. I am Jeff Bosley. And yes, it's freaking Monday. Dude, Mondays is just terrible. I hate Mondays. I really hate Mondays. So yeah, I think I'm back. I still cough like I'm Typhoid Mary. If you get the reference, you're old like me. If you don't, uh, you need to educate yourself and look up Typhoid Mary. Um, <coughs> there it is. Um, it is Monday, January 7th, like I said, and I think I'm more or less back. Um, I, I've pretty much, I feel fine. Uh, coughing or uh, talking only exacerbates the uh, cough, and at this point... Um, I have responsibilities and, uh, you guys are paying customers. So I just needed to tell myself to suck it up and move on. Uh, but I'd also like to, since it's been a while, just a little shout out as I hate that phrase, a shout out that makes me feel like, um, the guy that hosts, uh, American Idol seems really douchey, but I guess a shout out to Allison, uh, who does my welcome to the land of Boz opening. Uh, she's a beautiful voiceover artist and a longtime friend and quick little thanks to her so and yeah so it is Monday so I guess uh, I have a lot of catching up to do I might just give up so I might just stay in real time present tense but uh, my weekend huh. the greatest weekend of my life <laughs> see a weekend is kind of all-encompassing but it it's been a pretty kick-ass co- <laughs> a couple uh, days um, being January 7th, and I pretty much anybody who follows me knows I, I really haven't left much. I did some stuff for New Year's, and I've done a couple interviews and all that. Um, but, hell, it's it's been pretty awesome um, since we I, – I, some of this might be redundant, but I'm trying to get all normalized and consistent, but – been nuts. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is I went to Disneyland for New Year's, uh, which um, just schedule-wise and a friend of mine, I, I met a friend, her name's Angelique. She's never been, or she doesn't have any Disney friends. Um, and my Disney friend, Brianna, um, had plans. Uh, I go with, if you see me, I go with, she's one of my closest friends. Um, I, I'm kind of her pseudo, or her kid's pseudo uncle. I take the, her and the twins to Disneyland often. But beyond that, I don't have any Disney friends. Um, and um, through social, uh, Angelique and I know each other from the stunt community, and uh, we have a lot of mutual friends and all that. And I was just like, you know what? Hey, I I really want to go to Disneyland. Um, so she has Disney uh, needs also, <laughs> and so we went for New Year's. And I won't lie, I um I was happy mad. Uh, you know, when you know you want to do something that makes you happy, but you know it's going to come at a cost. That was Disneyland on New Year's Day to me, or New Year's Eve. Uh, I just assumed it would be hell on earth. Like the happiest place on earth would also be the most hell on earth place. But I don't know what reasoning, if it was the wind, the weather, it was a little gray, it was freezing cold, or what, for whatever reason, that place was the most dead I've ever seen it. Um, And uh, an individual who hates Disneyland uh, and who was pissed that I went to Disneyland with other people, got me a, a season pass or an annual pass a, a while back. And so I, with an annual pass, I went a lot and I've never seen it this dead. Um, it was awesome. What sucks though is now the bar has been, uh, the, the gauntlet's been thrown down. I, I can't, it'll never be this way again. Uh, but it was awesome. Uh, we went back and forth between the parks. We hit every ride. Uh, it, it, because of the wind, they couldn't do the fireworks for fire safety reasons, but 
excuse me, but God damn, it was awesome. I, I'm pretty, uh, I don't know. I'm a walking kid, I guess. But at the end of the day, I, I go to Disneyland and I just, the things that bother me on this planet, I turn off crowds, impatience and stress in lines on in the, if I go in the summer, the heat, I can ignore that standing in line for, for whatever reason, the things that turn that, that make me, me, or the, the things that kind of might make me toxic are completely disregarded in Disneyland. I don't know why. I'm not going to try to figure it out, but for whatever reason, that place just purifies my soul. So I spent New Year's there. I rang in literally from 11.59 to 12 a.m. I was on one of my favorite rides, the Indiana Jones ride, right when it rolled over, which was, you know what, badass. Uh, I had an amazing New Year's last year. I got to spend with my parents. Um, No, actually, I was on the road when it happened. I went to visit them before that, but I was driving home. So I honestly, I don't have that many, I, all my Hollywood or Hollywood, that was weird. All my new year's, uh, memories are pretty neutral. I remember I was actually showing Angelique a video. Uh, we, we, uh, when I was in Iraq one new year's, we, we set up a pretty substantial explosion to ring in the new year's. (laughs) But other than that, uh, this has been, it was quite possibly one of the most memorable new year's ever. So that was awesome. Um, and then I also had an interview with a, uh, a Dr. Kate. I was on her show, uh, this week. Um, didn't cough once, which was epic. Uh, and it was fun because I kind of, I, I kind of got to regale, uh, her and the audience with kind of what it's like to be a green beret and a green beret medic. And, and because she, of her background, it was interesting. We got a little bit into like the fight or flight and, you know, the genetic coding of what predisposes individuals to to go towards certain stress careers and whatnot. So that was a really cool conversation, um, with Dr. Kate. And then this week, it's crazy. Good God. And then this week I, uh, I have an interview on Tuesday, uh, with a radio show, uh, with, uh, in the United Kingdom with, uh, it's called the Craig Avery show. Uh, I've been on his show pretty much yearly. Um, if not twice a year, uh, when I make it quote unquote, I will fly to England or you, the UK, and I will be on his show in studio in person. This this gentleman and his station, uh, yeah, the entire station has been such a uh, supporter of me. So um, I, I love interviews with him. The last interview I did with him, I was actually at a ranch working on working with some horses, and I stopped what I was doing and did the interview there. So, and as a matter of fact, it's uh, might be the same way this Tuesday. Uh, I might be at the ranch doing uh, some horse work that day. So. That is the short of what the hell's been going on. Um, as everybody knows, I tend to record these the night before. It's so technically it's Sunday. Um, I spent the entire day. I had piles and piles of paperwork and email, or and, yeah, literally and, and emails and letters and envelopes. Um, it's been nuts. Pretty much as soon as uh, Thanksgiving kind of wrapped up. Shit got crazy <laughs> with my trips to New York for the Jack Reacher thing, uh, and my um, all the trips there, and then being sick as crap that didn't help. I just kind of hibernated and just did the bare minimum to survive. So I had I just packed. Today was a very proverbial catch up day. Lots of paper shredding, <laughs> lots of bills to uh, actually attend to, and uh, you know. The whole nine yards. I acted like a grown-ass adult today. I cleaned stuff, cleaned the toilet, cleaned the sink, cleaned the bathroom, stuff like that. Um, I was going to clean my dog, but it was raining last night, so she was inevitably just going to be gross and muddy. So that'll come another day. But I'll be gosh-danged if it wasn't a very uh, productive day. So 
it's a good way to end the week. I know that always, I don't know about you guys, even though I say don't do the proverbial wait till Monday thing, it's always nice to have a little uh, start and refresher and have a clean slate for Mondays. For whatever reason, us, us humans like to psychologically do that. So that was my weekend. I have a big audition for a TV show on, what channel is that? CBS Tuesday? I think it's CBS. Uh, I've been auditioning for this show for years. And in the Hollywood world, um, if they don't want you, they won't at let you come in. So the fact they keep bringing me back means they want me. I guess they're just kind of waiting for me to get the right part. But um, I, I've lost count after probably 10 to 15 times auditioning for this this TV show. So for whatever reason, uh, they think I'm a good actor, just not good for the parts I come in for. But Tuesday, I actually have to brush up my Russian and my Russian accent. So we'll see how that goes because uh, my character... Let's see, I'm looking at the script right now. My character says stuff like, we're just looking for someone. Looking? Looking. Yeah, in Russian, the I-N-G sound ends with a K. So they say looking. Whatever. I'm going to have to brush that up. So that is uh, a quick catch-up. So now you know what? Let's get into the show. Alrighty, And last week, I posted some questions on my Instagram uh, with that little question feature. And believe it or not, I saved them. So, uh, you know what, we're just going to get to a little uh, question and answer period with, um, I really don't have a name for the segment, but you ask me questions and I will answer them. Don't ask questions you aren't prepared to handle the answer to. So, this segment, uh, anybody who's followed me or knows me knows I... I am glued to social media some way, shape, or form. So you can get a hold of me anyway. Uh, most of the time I post these questions on that Instagram uh, on the story feature where, you know, I post uh, ask me a question or ask me anything or whatever you want to call it. Um, but you can email me, fans at jeffbosley.com. Uh, any way, shape, or form, I keep track of these and write them down. So uh, today I just have three questions, uh, uh, four, and uh, we'll get on to them. Um, so number one... Gorilla three four one two asks, "Have I uh, did I ever find any wild food varieties while serving? MREs can get boring. Uh, favorite camper supplies? It's a handful, but uh, the first thing that came to mind, obviously, when I had MREs, anybody who knows an MRE, it's a meal ready to eat. It's pretty much a uh, nuclear blast survivable <laughs> bag of food that the military uses. And you know what? As much as a lot of people hate them, I." I quite like them, uh, to be honest with you. Um, the, uh, like the omelet, there's an omelet one that people hate. I actually like, so, um, it's, I don't know. MREs weren't bad to me. Um, in a lot of the schools, um, we had MREs, but to be honest with you on deployments, we would make our own food. We'd procure our own food. We'd be eating with some sort of chic and we'd eat his rotten goat. Uh, and that's where this story goes. Uh, so to answer your question, any wild food varieties while serving, let me paint a picture for you. Uh, we're driving up to meet with a, sh for lack of better terms, I'm just trying to make it up or make up uh, words that make sense or terms. Kind of a warlord, if you will. Uh, it's good to have them on your side. So it's good to have them as an ally, not an enemy. So we're going to meet with this warlord um, on the way there. And we cross this bridge and this as you cross the bridge, you look in the river and it's just pure shit. Uh, you, you can see people emptying their waste into it. And by waste, I mean waste that comes from their body. 
Uh, and it's no joke, something like you see in a cartoon, you know, upriver, somebody's pouring their bucket of poop in the river and downriver is a dude fishing. Uh, and we ate fish from that river. Uh, it's just a necessary evil. Uh, so when we're eating with this, uh, warlord dude, uh, we're eating the fish that we know came from the poop river. And then also, um, I'm not a hunter, not cause I'm anti hunting. I just, I, I was raised fly fishing. Uh, but in the, uh, special forces course, we did learn how to prepare game, skin them and, you know, to, and how to sanitarily prep, uh, prepare meat. Because if you're gutting an animal and, uh, you know, like if you hit their bladder and you get urine in the meat, that can be very toxic, especially if the, the animal has some sort of bug or worm, which a lot of animals in, in the middle East do. Um, but you can prepare them in such a way that you can still eat dangerous meat as long as you cook them and prepare them the right way. Uh, and I guarantee you half of the animals we ate with these warlords were dangerously ill-prepared. Um, and the thing is, is it would be an insult for us to speak up. So we kind of just have to eat the food, take it. And then as soon as uh, we get back in the gun trucks, um, I give me, myself and the entire team, a pack of medicine to pray to God we don't get too severe of um, food poisoning. So pretty much every time we met with these warlords, it was guaranteed you would get some level of food poisoning. So that's the long answer to that question. Uh, question number two, how, uh, this is from newbie 3106. How, how's the quest of becoming a Marvel universe superhero, maybe even DC? That quest is pure hope right now. <laughs> um, I've auditioned for, uh, a handful of times for relatively big roles for, um, agents of shield. I had a good audition for a swamp thing over on DC uh, that's a kid's dream come true. Uh, and the ones, I mean, not like I wouldn't entertain any other role, but the ones I would, the little kid in me would kill for have been taken, but you never know. Maybe they'll do an old man, Bruce Wayne. Um, and by the time that comes around, maybe I'll have a chance. So, uh, uh, currently that goes back to the old, uh, studios for big, 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 big projects like that. They don't, they are, they're scared to death to use an unknown. Thus why you rarely see unknown people play the major roles, but maybe this Jack Reacher thing will be the thing that changes everything for me. So, uh, and then I'll just touch on these real quick cause they kind of were ans answered elsewhere, but this is from, uh, I'll butcher the username, but it's Audac 59. Do you think the, uh, Jack Reacher pe petition could be counterproductive cause, um, execs don't want to be told what to do. No, uh, because executives also want to know because at the end of the day, I don't think they, I think at their heart, they obviously want to make money, but if they know fans support that money making cause, those numbers that the petition, uh, those numbers that the petition that show that are shown via the petition will help give them that warm and fuzzy. That'll show that you know for every person that signs a petition, that's a how how much are movie tickets now? Ten, fifteen bucks. That's a ten or fifteen dollar movie ticket. So, and favorite EDC hand come hand hand come. That was gross. Hand gun outside of L.A. Of course. Uh, I touched on this already actually on the last show I did in intermittently while I was sick. But again, <coughs> I have a, uh, hold up. You don't need to know what I'm doing. My favorite EDC handgun is, you don't need to know what's happening right now. Uh, a Glock 30. Uh, I'm a fan of 45 caliber because I have such big hands and I like to have all my weapons with the same caliber wep uh, round. 
Uh, so a Glock 30, it's their most subcom, I believe it's their most subcompact 45 caliber uh, pistol. So that's my favorite EDC uh, um, everyday carry to answer that question. Uh, my friend uh, George always has a spring assist knife in his pocket. Um, and I always have a tourniquet nearby and a uh, pretty extensive medical gear actually everywhere I go. So that has been Q and A. All right. That brings us to a, a segment today in history where I try to make us a little bit smarter before I spend the rest of the show making you a little bit dumber. Extra, extra, read all about it, life story of Playboy Penny, extra, extra. All right, so today in history, there are, I mean, not that these other things because of people dying and living and creating and all that, not that they're uh, boring and haven't contributed to society. But it's a pretty boring day, so I'll just hammer these out. Uh, a little quick uh, quiz. Which are the two strongest days of the week? Saturday and Sunday, because the rest are week days. Get it? Week. Like you're not strong. Sorry, that was painful. Welcome to uh, welcome to Monday. Uh, today, January 7th, 1929, the cartoon character Buck Rogers crawls out of a mine on the outskirts of Pittsburgh, outskirts of Pittsburgh and into the 25th century. So debut of that. Something about Jupiter, boring. Um, I did not know this about Jupiter. There are 69 known moons orbiting Jupiter. Space fascinates me. I just, I don't think we'll get to a point before the fall of our civilization, like, you know, whether it's a meteor that destroys us all or or just, you know, the um, crumbling of, a, of our society, just like the Roman Empire. I don't think we'll ever get to the point where we can just willy-nilly go from you know stars to moons and all that like in science fiction but space just fascinates me uh, this is interesting as uh, i am a catholic uh various discoveries of jupiter lead uh they support uh the discoveries that helped support his belief the guy who found it galileo uh that the earth it revolved around the sun led to the prosecution of him by the catholic church i didn't say being catholic was perfect uh, today, January 7th, 1998, Clinton Lewinsky affair. Monica Lewinsky follows an affidavit in the Jones case in which she denies ever having sexual, I did not have sexual relations with U.S. President Bill Clinton. This would later, as we all know, uh, cigars would prove to be false. Pete Rose gets out of prison. Uh, January 7th, 1973, a car reputed to be Adolf, Adolf Hitler's car auctioned for $153,000, set the, high, the record for the highest amount ever paid for a car at auction. Sadly, though, it was discovered later it wasn't his car. This blows my mind, though. It was a 1940 Mercedes, a 230-pound, 230-horsepower uh, armored vehicle capable of speeds of 105 miles per hour. I drove up armored Land Cruisers, and I was lucky if that SOB got up to 30 miles per hour. So... Uh, something about the Harlem Globetrotters, comic strip about Tarzan, something about Panama Canal, a birth, a birth, a birth. All right, now here's what really matters. Today, January 7th, 1964, an actor that, love him or hate him, his acting is so bad sometimes it comes full circle and becomes good, and sometimes it's so good it stays good. But here is a little hint. Fucking retard man!
Am I fucking retarded? I know what this is. You're trying to snub me out because of this crazy little man you beat around. Well, feed my fucking friends, man. Someone's trying to kill me, man. You fucking hangers. It never just goes away. The goddamn contract is somewhere in the goddamn fucking files! Fuck! This fucking fucker's fucked! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck Mexico! Horseshit. Hi, fucking y'all! You've been dragged to the sidewalk and beat until you pissed blood! Now, fuck you! Fuck! Holy mother of God, yes, I made you listen to two minutes of the extreme swing for the fences acting of Mr. Nicolas Cage. Today is his birthday. Uh, Any of you actors out there, whenever you are worried about going too big, remember that two-minute clip I made you shove in your ear holes. You can never go too big. And do not forget, his name is Nicholas Coppola. Remember that name? Francis Ford Coppola, Sophia Coppola. Today's his birthday. Uh, Moving on, Kathy Couric, Aaron Gray, Kenny... Oh, stand by. Another... Epic human's uh, birthday today, January 7th, 1948. This man's birthday.
So sorry, that was painful. That is what we like to call falsetto. And as a result, I'm pretty sure I've lost whatever health I've given my voice because I can't sing. Actually, I can sing. I've been in plays where I had to sing, uh, but it takes a lot of work. So you know what? We're gonna end on a high note because I'm looking at uh, today in history, and you know what? Let's on Nicholas Tesla died today. You know what, let's end on a high note with me singing Highway to the Danger Zone. That was Today in History. All right, if you are still with me, you are uh, either bored out of your mind or you're just rolling with the punches because Mondays are free. Uh, But since it is Monday, we do look at the uh, box office because at the end of the day, I'm a movie guy. So we're going to look at the box office numbers. And actually, as I record this, um, Grammys, Emmys, Emmys. The Emmys are going on, or Golden Globes. Something's happening, and a movie I was in, Vice, is crushing the box office. But the point is, is we're going to look at this weekend's box office numbers. All right, well, since it is uh, technically Sunday night, I'm pretty sure these are still accurate, but... Weekend box office for January 4th through the 6th. Uh, I'll Let's go 10 down. Uh, you know what? Screw it. I'll kind of do all of them. Uh, let's just do the top 20, but I'm just going to run through them real quick. Uh, number 20, 10, uh, Instant Family, the one with Mark Wahlberg. Number 19, Creed 2, a movie I auditioned for for the main role. Really makes me sad. Number 18, 19, no, that was 19, Creed 2. Number 18, Simba. I have no idea what that is. Number 17, Dr. Seuss the Grinch. Uh, number 16, the, on the basis of sex, it has my attention because there's the word sex in it, but I have no idea what it's about. Number 15, Green Book. I have no idea. Number 14, If Beale Street Could Talk. Not a clue. Sounds artsy. Uh, number 13, The Favorite. Uh, Number 12, The Queen of Scots, uh, whatever, I don't know. Number 11, The Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, or Bohemian Rhapsody, that actually looks good. The story of, um, I want to say Eddie Vedder, but that's obviously way wrong. Freddie Mercury. Uh, And then here, top 10, I will ramble about my theory on a couple of them. Number 10, Holmes and Watson, the um, new Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, John C. Riley, whatever, that guy, uh, the stepbrothers duo. Uh, I've actually heard it's painful, like people walked out of the theater, uh, so I don't know if they were just phoning it in. I honestly thought it looked brilliant and funny as hell. Uh, I'm going to still watch it, but I've heard it's painful, but it's still in the top 10. I don't know. Number nine, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, which as I understand, it's a kid's movie, which pretty much those are always guaranteed uh, successes in the box office. Number eight, second act, not a clue. Number seven, Vice, movie I was in. Um, with Christian Bale playing Dick Cheney. I still haven't seen it. I was hired for two weeks, and I believe I was in the movie for like a whole 120 seconds, but it still looks like a badass movie, and I believe as we speak, it's crushing the uh, Grammys, or not Grammys, god dang it, the Golden Globes as we speak. 
number six, The Mule, proving a 102-year-old um, Clint Eastwood can still be in movies. Number five, Bumblebee, proving bright, shiny objects still can make money because I personally am tired of the Transformer mo- Transformers movies. Don't get me wrong. I would be in one in a heartbeat, but damn. Uh, number four, as I understand it, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is astonishing. So if you're a comic book nerd, uh, as I understand it, everybody wants this movie to win Oscars. Uh, so I'm really excited to go see that. I have a long list of movies I have to go see. And the top three, number three, Mary Poppins Returns. I've heard it, it's just pure good, uh, fun, and brings it back. If you have no idea about Mary Poppins, it's fun. And if you have a historical um, connection to Mary Poppins like I do, just being old, uh, it's a good movie. So uh, definitely need to go see that. And number two, Escape Room. It's basically Saw, but uh, in an escape room, which is a new trend. I love me some horror movies, especially ones that make me uncomfortable. So I will someday see this movie. And number freaking one, uh, yet another comic book movie, which makes me uh, proud and jealous at the same time. Aqua freaking man, uh, Jason Momoa crushing the box office. So that is a horrendously fast breakdown of the top 20 um, box office numbers right now. All right. And I still might do an abbreviated show because at the end of the day, my throat... (coughs) (laughs) Those aren't planned, I promise. Uh, my throat is still unhappy speaking this much this long. Uh, about an hour-long show, I still end up having to put about, I'm getting faster, but anywhere from three to five hours for a one-hour show. So uh, if you're sick, your throat hates you for that. Um, and I would like to, um, today's show is brought to you by Jameson Caskmates. They basically take my favorite whiskey and age it in barrels that had beer in it. What more could you ask for? Uh, it so good, so smooth, and so not sponsored by Jameson. But moving on to our next segment, nerd talk. Uh, I'm a, cl- you know what? I'm as I always say, I'm not a closet nerd. I'm a proud, loud, and proud nerd, and uh, a little bit of nerd chat today. Nerd. Okay, today's nerd talk is a little rambly uh, because, like I said, I've been pretty much out of the loop for such a long time. I have a lot of stuff to ramble about. But real quick, I want everybody to check out. Uh, especially if you're on Instagram, the nice cast. And if you're on Vero, same thing. Uh, T H E N I C E C A S T. The nice cast. Uh, an amazingly entertaining and informative uh, source for all things nerd, for lack of better terms. Um, I spoke to the gentleman today. Uh, we I don't want to reveal too much. Um, but he has a lot of good stuff going on behind the scenes. Uh, he's actually going to be flying to Los Angeles, I believe. Uh, we're going to do an interview. We're going to line up some pretty substantial uh, co-interviews. Uh, so check them out. Substantial. I, I follow the uh, the Instagram thing religiously um, as a fan, and now I guess I can safely say as a friend. So check out the nice cast. Um, but moving on from a little bit of nerd talk, it's way late, but I need to discuss best Christmas movies. Um, and I will fight anybody to the death uh, regarding one of my favorite. And it sucks because it has a weird, sick nostalgia to it. My ex-wife introduced me to Love Actually. And it sucks because I want to hate it because she introduced me to it. And I connect a lot of moments within the movie to her giggling. Uh, her and I aren't on the best of terms. I'd rather just kind of erase that chapter. It, 
it sucks life goes on uh regret i don't know uh but it sucks to kind of associate a, a present tense enjoyment with a past tense nostalgia but despite that at the end of the day love actually is a god dang good christmas movie uh, and you know what? It gives you a little bit of hope and a little bit of faith, and it is an amazing uh, ensemble movie. So if you haven't seen it, uh, shame on you. If you have seen it, uh, you pr- I, I've yet to meet anybody that doesn't like this as a good Christmas movie. It's fun. It's There's a lot of Christmas movies they just churn out because it's Christmas time and they know they'll make money. This is not one of those. This was a really good movie, and a am- really good ensemble cast if you just turn it off. This is my tradition. Every Christmas I watch this movie and the other movie I'll talk about uh, and drink Captain Morgan rum and uh, eggnog. And I just watch these two movies. I actually buy a candle that has Christmas tree smell because uh, I live pretty thin. So I don't have a real Christmas tree. So I want the Christmas tree smell. I have a little baby Christmas tree with a little with some lights on it and drink that and watch these movies. So at Love Actually, I actually watched over the holiday because I was sick uh, more than I should have, which is possibly quite embarrassing. And the number two movie, number not number two in rank, the other movie I should say, is Will Ferrell's uh, Elf. Uh, anybody who follows me saw me recreate a lot of the scenes in Elf while I was actually in New York because you know what? God dang it, I'm a child at heart. And that movie is just freaking funny. So if you haven't seen that, super shame on you. Really entertaining movie, really funny. Uh, if you watch it more than once, you'll definitely look at a. There's a lot of nuances with Will Ferrell. If you just, if you really watch the things that are subtle, that are not so blatantly smacked in your face as far as the humor, you'll really enjoy Elf. So those are my huge uh, Christmas movies: uh, Elf and Love Actually. Those are my traditions. Um, I know, obviously, there's like Miracle on 34th Street. Um, uh, what the heck's the Red Rider BB Gun movie? Crap, I just blanked. That was one of my huge ones forever. Well, whatever the Red Rider BB gun movie is, I just blanked on. That actor, that director of that, or that character in the Red Rider BB gun movie, Ralphie, is actually the director of Elf. And he has a role in Elf. No, he's not the director of Elf, but he has a role in Elf. Director is John Favreau. And lastly, in Nerd Talk, the Justice League Snyder Cut. Uh, the nice cast, I'm sure he appreciates this. Um, um, for the life of me, I can't remember the latest release, but there actually, I have it in my Google drive, the latest fan cut of a much more Zack Snyder, true to Zack Snyder vision esque cut of justice league, uh, justice league had the potential to not suck. Uh, but because there was like 3000 moving parts in it and, you know, just under 200 different people that had an opinion on how it should have been edited, it, it just sucked. And it only takes true true super faithful nerds to truly enjoy it i'll i'll watch it and i'll rewatch it again i'll look away during the whole uh russia cutaways and a couple of the uh, henry cavill painful cgi moments but i want that movie to not suck um and i'm sure uh the nice cast has a couple opinions on that and uh, the, the Snyder Cut is still rumored to truly exist. Uh, and, and for those of you who don't know, Zack Snyder was the original director, writer, blah, 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 on uh, Justice League. And um, sadly, because of a tragedy in his life, he had to step aside and all things, it, it all went to hell after that. <laughs> um, and I would kill to see that cut. So it's out there supposedly. Uh, Jason Momoa dropped the ball during uh, a... Um, uh, an Aquaman interview. Uh, he seems like the kind of guy that 
can't be bought by the studios. I mean, sooner or later, he's going to have to play the game, and that's just the nature of the beast. But I, I think uh, he dropped the ball, and it's going to happen. So the Zack Snyder Cup may exist, so I'm really excited about that. So I'm getting really tired. My voice is going to hell. So <coughs> that has been Nerd Talk. All right, and for whatever reason, some people follow me because I'm motivating, and uh, I want to touch on a little bit of how I think in today's little motivation corner. Okay, so I posted earlier in the week uh, a meme about... uh, referencing how everybody says, you know, life is a marathon, not a sprint, and how I pretty much said, that's bullshit. Um, and I'm not claiming this is healthy, and I truly believe this, and anybody who follows me or knows me, friends or family or just longtime supporters knows it's it always comes at a cost to my health. Um, but I think everybody's pace is different, and I truly think if there's something you want – uh, it's your pacing yourself needs to become relative to relative. It, it's a subjective thing. Um, my pace might be what other people consider a sprint, which I'm not, again, I'm not claiming it's the best and most healthy. Uh, but at the end of the day, I can't die or, or, uh, on the other side of the coin, go to sleep at night knowing I could have done more. And that goes to achieving my goals and supporting my friends and family. Uh, I need to know. I, I look at my special forces background. There were some events. Uh, there were things called uh, what were they called? Unknown distance ruck marches, where they, you basically had to carry a, sh- a crap ton of weight on your back, and you marched in the woods on you know dirt trails until they said stop. And you would see the sun rise and the sun set, and you you had you just went until they said stop. It was mind-numbingly miserable, and all you could do you just kept going. And when it cut, there were some runs that way too, and I hate running, but I needed to know I damn near had a heart attack to cross that finish line in a good time or a or just to finish it. Period. And I can't fathom not chasing your dreams or your goals. I don't care. I mean, obviously, let's be realistic. You can't speed up the process of like chasing a college degree. You're obviously constrained to the design of the the curriculum of the courses you're taking, etc. But uh, just kind of metaphorically speaking, I can't fathom not you know checking every box that I can possibly check to make sure I did everything possible. I can't have doubt, I can't have regret, and if that comes at the cost of my health, uh so be it. But my version of of pacing myself or my version of a marathon, sorry, that's going to probably be other people's version of a sprint. And so be it because again, I I can't say this might be the most healthy way, but I can't fathom leaving this planet and not knowing I did everything possible for me and my family and friends. Um, And if I, if something, you know, because everybody says life is short, play hard or life is short, you know, if that's the case, why wouldn't we want to go a million miles an hour? Because if life is short and you're pacing yourself, that means, okay, the asteroid hits tomorrow and you're like, oh, wow, I'm really glad I hung out on the beach and wasted a bunch of time yesterday. 
why wouldn't you want to die when that meteorite hits hits the planet and go i went up i was going a billion miles an hour doing everything possible to achieve what i wanted to support my friends and my family and my dreams and my goals that's the way i want to go out i don't want to go out going oh, sure darn glad i paced myself because life is short i i really made sure i paced myself it's like no you have we're on borrowed time here go a million miles an hour and don't go to bed with regret don't go to bed with with doubt don't hit your deathbed or your with doubt or regret because at the end of the i so i can't again I, I, anybody who knows me or follows me knows it comes at my it comes at a cost of my health my friendships my relationships uh romantically and platonic and so be it and i firmly firmly believe for me and for anybody doing something similar it's a short small price to pay because you're going a billion miles an hour to get what you want but it'll pay off uh, and it, it's like a temporary thing. Like I know I'm risking a lot of friendships and relationships right now, but I swear to Christ, when I get where I want to be, it will be so sweet and I'll be able to play massive catch up. And I know that might not be the best way to think, but again, I can't fathom dying it, when that meteor hits tomorrow going, well, I'm sure glad I went to the beach yesterday. And it's like, no, I, I, Again, maybe uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. When people get cancer, they look at life differently. You know, when they're on their deathbed, and it sucks because I'm watching. I'm forty now. This is the time where older family members start sadly disappearing from this planet. Um, I've missed some deaths in my life, and uh, uh, to me, I don't know if it's healthy or not. But that makes me go, "All right, game on now." Now things are getting really effing real, and uh, life is short. And the goals I want are so drastically giant um, that it sounds so cliche, but I will die trying. And that's my version. And I don't know how anybody can live otherwise. And I don't know, again, I don't know if it's right or wrong. Find your version of your sprint and F F everybody else because you need to go to bed. You need to be on your deathbed without doubt and without regret. So... Those are my thoughts. Happy Monday. <laughs> All right, so I gave you about a 45-minute show. I still owe some phone calls. I have a lot of guests to start getting my shit together and start bringing them on. Um, you know, we have a lot of games to play. Cowboy Term or Sex Term is a huge hit. And I, for those of you that have been part of the show, you know there is re- the only common denominator with the show is that I'm involved. <laughs> Other than that, um, I have straight up uh, militant attitude fathers I have cops I have really enlightened um, spiritual people I have fun filmmaking friends I have a if I have crazy British fitness friends I have a very diverse set of people I need to start getting on the show and that's pretty much I do that to appeal to everybody because the show isn't for me and uh, I say it at this part of the show, every show that this is for you and I do everything possible to make it happy for you. You're welcome to contact me and help me design this show, uh, critiques, criticisms, things you want to change, things you want to cancel, suggestions, any way, shape or form you can get a hold of me, get a hold of me, tell me what you like. Uh, but since this is a Monday show, I'll reiterate, this is for you. Uh, and, and I do not take it lightly and I've been extremely pissed that I've been so sick and it's so hard for me to do a show without coughing a lung out. Uh, but this is my job. Uh, you, as a, as for those of you listening now on a Monday, this, this is a free show, but for everybody Tuesday, Tuesday through Friday, you're paying for this show and I don't 
take that lightly. Uh, I don't mess around with that. I, I truly realize the value of it. And uh, we all have different stations in life. And I'm, I, I'm not, this isn't a poor me moment, but eight quarters a month with enough of you guys subscribing substantially changes my monthly life. And it means the world to me. And I will do everything in my power to give you what you want, entertain you, motivate you, inspire you, and everything in between. So uh, I will quit rambling. <laughs> I will just wrap this sucker up. Uh, we'll get on with it. Everybody have an astonishing Monday. Thank you for the everybody listening on the Freebie Monday. Please tell your friends, uh, rate and review on iTunes if you're truly interested. I try. Uh, you'll be getting Tuesday through Friday shows of similar uh, attitudes. Uh, check it out on patreon.com forward slash Jeff Bosley. And uh, it's a super easy link to your iTunes. It's a one-time deal. I subscribe to other people on Patreon that I absolutely love. And um, it's the way the it's the way of the future. So your guys' time and uh, patronage, literally, uh, means a lot to me. So it's Monday. Go forth, conquer, kick ass, be relentless. Adios, everyone. <laughs>